spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Friday! How you doing, man? How you feeling? It's a little Friday action. Apparently, um, I, uh, I have the shingles again. Are you kidding me? Can you believe that? I had it two years ago. It's 5% of the population that gets it twice in a certain amount of time. You have it right now? Yeah. Well, you've got a, a very mild case. Now. I don't know. I was in pain on my way home last night. Oh, really? Yeah. And I know that pain. It's not a, it's a weird pain. It's a nerve pain. I can't believe this. Why can't I be normal and get I, like COVID or something? I got my first shingles <laughs> shot two weeks ago. Yeah. I was so excited when he oh, called me today. Oh, shut up, Chad. I thought, because I did my show from home this morning for the first time. I call, and I, I never call him, by the way. And they go, oh, Candace called me. I go, hey, he's like, hey, man. And I'm like, Jeez. I'm waiting for him to go, dude, dude, uh, dude, I got COVID. I don't feel so good. Why don't you stay home today? And I thought, yeah. no. And instead, he's like, I got the shingles. Oh, I'm like, well, not, I don't have it, so I, I'm coming in. Again. Again. Well. Oh. I haven't had a cold in three or four years. But during this whole pandemic, what did I get? Shingles twice. Twice. Remember the what? first time, though? Like in the middle of, you guys have no idea. If you're new to the oh, program, right. Gatos has a wee bit of a, a, I'm a hypochondria. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he, he looks at me when he first gets it and he goes, you know, people can have heart attacks and die from this. Like, no <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot about that. Don't yeah. tell me that. And I'm like, oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Uh, I'll live. Okay. Well, if it gets no worse than this, you're honestly you're in pretty good shape. I've heard people oh, say, "I know nightmare stories." It was the worst thing they've ever experienced. They get it in their eyes. I got it on, on the other side of my back, so my whole back has had the shingles now. So we'll see how that goes. All right. All right. Um, let's talk about this story that's making a lot of noise, and I think we absolutely should discuss it. There's an Arizona school board, uh, and there is a member on the district uh, that says, "You know, we should reject hiring certain teachers." Now, I don't know about you, Chad, but I think we've spent some time on Arizona teachers and, oh, I don't know, we don't have enough. So now, the Washington Elementary School District. Now, this district serves students, uh, Phoenix uh, and Glendale areas, I believe. Yeah. All right. So this school district had a contract with Arizona Christian University, of course, now Arizona Christian University, all right? So they had that contract with them for five years. And what does that mean? It means that student teachers would be placed in schools in the Washington Elementary School District for field experience. That's a good thing. You can't just throw someone, by the way, we do this all the time here, you shouldn't just throw uh, someone who's never taught before in a class, give them 30 kids, but we do it all the time. So, this one school board member says, I don't, I'm not doing it. We're not doing it. I don't feel safe with Christian values in our, in our, in our classrooms. Yeah. The exact opposite of, uh, you know, because she feels they discriminate. So they want to discriminate against them. And she says, uh, I like how she says, this includes not knowingly into partnerships anymore with organizations that explicitly discriminates against protected classes covered by our non-discrimination policies. Have there been issues before with these teachers? That's a great point. Uh, I don't know. Or do they not push a woke agenda and so that upsets some people? I don't know, Chad. I really don't. I I, I don't know. I, I, here's my guess. No. Yeah. No. No, they're Christian. They have Christian beliefs. And so now they're they're not going to be welcomed into school. So 
the, this this one person, I and I apologize, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's I think it's Tamia, Venezuela. She's a school board member, um, and she blasted the the university. Arizona yeah. Christian University blasted him. Uh, she was saying she was uh, disheartened to learn about the uh, the contract that had been going on for five years. And so this is how she describes herself. I'll read it verbatim. This is not me saying Oh, it. I know. I, it's is... verbatim. Okay. Uh, Venezuela describes herself as a bilingual, disabled, uh, neurodivergent, uh, queer, black, Latina who loves a good hot wing, but only with the right ranch. Well, I got to give her that. You got to have the right ranch. And she also likes things that sparkle. Uh, in the picture, like her personality. In the picture and in the meeting, she's wearing some uh, cat ears. Yeah. Okay. Uh, listen, that feels it, a little furryish to me, but whatever. It's it's concerning on a on a ton of different levels. First level is we don't have enough teachers, and now you don't want people who who actually want to be in the classroom. So you're hurting your kids. You're hurting the school. You're hurting, uh, and you're uh, discriminating because you. There you go. No, it's okay. Because remember, and I'm going to point this out to you guys. Okay. Intersectionality. This insane thing that came out of France in the 60s and 70s. You were always trying to be one, one up somebody. So if you're black. That's one thing, but if you're black and gay, well, you've got two points. She's got uh, disabled, neurodivergent, queer, black, Latina. She is five points ahead of everybody else. Well, what is, I don't know what five well, points does. Well, she is does. so oppressed okay. that you can't question her. Because to question her means you're a racist, you're an ableist, you are a, a xenophobe. You cannot question her. Oh, I'm going to question her. I don't Absolutely. care what they call me. So we, you know, if, what if what if there was a Muslim that wanted to be in the classroom? Yeah, because who's harder on the? Let's go around the world right now. Right. What would you, would you rather be gay in America or in Iran? You get killed in Iran. No, but that's okay though because it's their life. Mm-hmm. They're they're living their life. We must respect their values and what they do. Right? Wrong. So. I don't know if this is going to go through, but here's... They've already dissolved the partnership. Okay. So here's the one thing that I'm thinking. Does this woman think that these student teachers who go to a Christian university are going to come in and teach the Bible? I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to sit there with with a kid and, and talk about, you know, the Bible because they're there to teach other stuff. I I honestly think that she believes... That it's going to be like a Sunday school or a church camp, and it's going to turn into that. And it's not. It's not. Let me make one other point. It's fair to say. Go ahead. You got your. Oh, because no, no. You. I want you to. Chad's her, dying her over here. Her concern is when she goes to their their website. They're committed to Jesus, accomplishing His will and advancements on earth and heaven. Okay. And part of the values transform the culture with truth by promoting biblically informed values. Now listen to this and uh, and foundational to the Western civil uh, civilization. Mm. I want to know how to bring teachers from an institution that is ingrained in their values so directly brings impact to three of your board members who are part of the LGBT community. She wants to bring in the LGBTQ plus and F because she's got the furry uh, into the into the program. But if you dare bring anything else, which, by the way, I haven't heard that these teachers are all coming out. They're going, we're going to have a prayer before. I think they're just getting their their license. 
right? That's it. They're going to learn how to be a teacher, but be in a classroom and get actual experience uh, from maybe another uh, seasoned teacher. They've and also this woman all added their what? Their pronouns to everything now. The yeah. board. The board has not just her. Yeah. Well, so and listen, I, I've talked to people who are gay, lesbian. I talked to one transgender uh, person that I know. Uh, they think the pronouns are ridiculous. I'm just saying. They think it's ridiculous. I, I, again, so you, so what she wants is she's saying, "Hey, if you have Christian values, I don't want you here. Right. But if you are going to promote LGBTQ plus, if you're going to be a part of that, please come here." And you wonder why people worry about the stuff going on in schools, and, and because it is. Trust me, I know. I have kids who goes to school, and one of them had to go through a pronoun class in California. Yes, Jack. Yeah, yeah, not happy about that. No, uh, no, you shouldn't be happy about that. And let's be very fair. This stuff really doesn't happen a whole lot in Arizona. We're giving you one instance where... But you got, have a board that is full I get it. of, of I, LGBT commuters, so what again, do you think is going to happen? Well, there shouldn't be a problem. If you're gay, you're gay. I but mean, when you does, lead with it's all that matters... That's not what we should be doing, no. no. And Our if kids can't read or add, but they know my pronouns. Well, let me make one point. You know, we've talked about Christianity and we've talked about some of the there's like a school out here who didn't allow a little girl to come in because she's got two dads. Um, we what was the story the other day? Remember we did that. Story oh, that was in uh, was it was it I was going to say uh, uh, New Hampshire or somewhere. OK. Vermont. Yeah. Where they didn't play. Because there was a uh, trans person on the team, right? The women, the girls basketball team didn't play because they were going to go up against a trans person. All right. Both sides, both sides, and I think it's the extreme. Don't get along. Is that fair to say? If you're, if you, if you, I, I, it just, I feel like LGBTQ thinks Christians don't like them, and, and they don't like Christians. And right, and Christians don't understand LGBTQ. They understand it. I don't know if they. They understand, understand it. it. And here's the thing: my my producer, uh, who was one of my best friends in, your, in the world, in, your, in, in your my national, national show, is yeah. gay. Okay. And he will tell me all the time, this younger generation is only interested in in punishing. They're only interested in in getting out there and advocating and pushing things that they don't believe really belongs in a lot of different places. Yeah. And it it is it is crazy. This woman can be a voice for the community that she loves. But to stop te- to stop individuals from coming in and teaching because they're Christians. To discriminate against them, I want to see you do it against a Muslim. I doubt you would, but I bet if you asked a Muslim how they really feel, they would probably say something that you wouldn't like. But your intersectionality would crash into the other. That's when she woke kicked off the board. That's if right. If he was a Muslim, there you go. But it's a Christian, so you can go after that. Absolutely. And listen, I'm not saying that Christians are perfect because we're not. No. Absolutely not. Uh, we've done a lot of stories on Christians. I haven't liked what I've heard. This story really bugs me. As and it should. it should bug everybody. This is someone, I mean, it's, is it bigotry? That's absolutely. I mean, that's really what the definition you know of what? this is. How do you fix racism and bigotry with more racism and bigotry? No, I don't think so. No. All right. Um, that is a school And the ears are look stupid. Well, I don't know why you, it, you know what, in all honesty, it's unprofessional. Why are you wearing, best. yeah. If, if, it's unprofessional. Yeah, unless that's some sort of Halloween thing, but right. it didn't look like it. I, I don't really, I can't take you seriously if you're wearing Fuzzy ears. ears? No. No. So, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but it is, it's, it's disturbing. We've got an Arizona school board. One member says her district should reject hiring teachers with Christian values. All right. 
Coming up next. Coming up. Hey, why is America so infatuated with murderers? Murder. We're going to talk about it next. Gatos and Chad Show. That's right. By the way, there's a guy that plays for the Suns now. What's his name? What's he go by? KD. KD. Kevin well, how Durant. would you like to win lower level tickets to see Kevin Durant's first home game? Really? Yep. As a son, just text KD to 411923 and enter for your chance to win lower level tickets oh. to see the Suns play the Mighty Thunder on March 8th. That's right. Two tickets plus two Kevin Durant jerseys as well. Get out of here. I would. I was hoping earlier that you were telling me not even to come in. Mm. Uh, just text KD to 411923. Uh, what's the date on that again? That is March 8th. When's March 8th? Five days from now. So That's what's that next? Fantastic. Tuesday? All right. That is going to be huge. Huge. All right. Um, so yesterday we were discussing why are we so infatuated with murderers? Murder. Who's the guy that's going to go to jail forever now? Uh, what's his name? Mur- Murdoch? 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 It's, I, I've heard everybody pronounce it 12 different ways. Right. But uh, he is the uh, disgraced. I like when I listen to Becky's uh, news, she's like, <laughs> the disgraced former attorney Murdoch. I kind of think he was disgraced before all this. Yeah, stuff, so stuff he's happened. going to jail. He got two life sentences. Mm. And they run consecutively rather than concurrently, which means they run at the same time. That's jail forever, kids. Mr. Murdoch, you now having been found guilty of two counts That of verdict came in after just under three hours of deliberations. The jury siding with the prosecution that focused arguments on several key revelations. First, Murdoch admitted to lying to police about his whereabouts the night of the murders. Second, that two crucial items are still missing, a family gun and Murdoch's clothes. And third, alleging the fourth generation lawyer committed the murders in an effort to preserve his legal legacy and gain sympathy just as his law firm was on the verge of uncovering his alleged financial crimes. Okay, so I had a lot of friends who were saying, hey, you guys talking about this case? And I said, yeah, here and there. And they said, uh, I can't put it, I can't stop watching it. I can't stop yeah. watching it. Like, you know, I get it with OJ. Because uh, he was so famous. Certainly. Uh, uh, Arius was a huge, huge case here. Yeah. I mean, people, there were people that went down there and watched it every day, actually. And so... So I get why why that was huge. It had sex. It had the church. It had you know you name it, uh, a murder. Uh, it had salaciousness. Why was this one? And I'm not saying I'm putting in the same group, but man, I haven't seen a trial in a while hook people like this one. Salaciousness came with this one because you had a guy whose great grandfather, grandfather, and father, and himself were powerful attorneys and ran this city. And they were everything in the city. They were the power of Huge the city. Huge name. Huge name. Right. And it was success, and it was money, and then it was drugs, because he got hooked on drugs. And then from drugs, it came from stealing money. He was stealing money from his clients. He had a girl he got a huge settlement for, and she lost her legs, I think, in a, a car accident. He stole her money. Oh. I mean, this guy had stolen upwards of about anywhere between 8 and $10 million of his clients' money. Oh. And the other weird thing was... Had it not been for, there was a video of him also at the, because where it happened was like these dog kennels that they had for their dogs. Had it not been that video, most people said there was no way you're going to get a conviction on this guy. Wow. Because everything else was just circumstantial. There's no murder weapon. Right. There's, there would be nothing else. There's no, it was just all circumstantial evidence. And the other thing is, perfect family by all accounts. But there was no, there was nothing that would lead up to this outside of his, 
of his, uh, you know, getting caught with the money side of things that said he would ever kill his, he loved his kids and he loved his wife by all accounts. And there was no real, like, you know, any kind of thing where they were having big marital troubles. Part of the intrigue Part of the intrigue. How did he snap? Why did he snap? Yeah. It can't just, it, was, it, was it just the, the $8 million? Was she going to tell on him? I, I don't know. But yeah. think about this, too, and here's something else. His two, because he's got two other kids, they both think he's innocent. So they have lost their father, their older brother, and now their mother. Yeah, awful. Awful. The life they know no longer exists. They've grown up with, you know, very, very, you know, now in their, their town, their name is Dirt, their pariah. You think he did it? Oh, yeah. I think yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it. I mean, you know, as, you know, but if I was on the jury and I listened to everything, could I see how there could be doubts? His problem was and is he got caught in too many lies. And drugs can do that to you. Mm. Uh, but uh, had it not been for that video, I don't know if they would have been able to convict him. And oh. it wasn't a video of him shooting him. It was just a mm-hmm. video of him being there near the time that it happened. Yeah. One of the bigger cases in recent memory. Yeah. And, and people it sucked were really, people in. It sucked everybody in. You're right. I think the next one's going to be that Valo case. That's going to be. That now, there's already a movie about that. Yeah. There's already a movie about this. Yeah. You know, this guy lied out of the gate. Too. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's like. And Come the movies, on. by the way, we're all going to watch it. Yeah. Because we're all intrigued with this stuff. Yeah. But was the Ted Bundy stuff that we were oh, watching? Oh, goodness me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. What was the, that? You, Netflix? Yeah, yeah, Netflix. You had Ted Bundy, there which was, was two. Yeah. Two Ted Bundy movies. I watched them both. And there was the one with, uh, God, was Zach, Zach Efron. Efron. Yeah. That's, and then now you've got the new Boston Strangler big movie that's coming out in the theaters mm. that oh. everybody says looks amazing. But this... It, this was just one of those things, and I think the Lori Vallow one's going to be big, too, because, you know, with the kids, the, the whole cult, oh gosh. The, the sex, the dead husband Crazy. before, the Keep dead wife. Keep in mind, though, this is not anything new. No. Oh, no. no. Bonnie and Clyde, sure. uh, you know, all the way back to but the Bonnie early days. Bonnie and Clyde we've were a always... much different thing, you know? I mean, you go back to some of the days. Who was the, the, the guy that killed several of the people in the Midwest? And he would do interviews with people out in the middle of, you know, the and the... And the and the people that arrested him were, they were like enamored with him. You had a lot of these people that were, but this is something totally um, different. When we go into the classroom, yeah. I mean, the the courtroom and see this stuff, it's just so weird. All right. Still to come. Uh, librarians are at the center of the culture wars. How? Next. The Gators and Chad Show. Afternoons. Hey, top of the hour. Top um, of the hour. Apparently, you know, we put executions on hold in Arizona, so we're just going to go ahead and whack somebody anyway. I thought we stopped that. I thought there was some uh, review. Well, hey, again, hell, somebody's going to get killed. All right, we'll talk about it. Three. <laughs> somebody's getting it. Look, we got all the stuff. Uh, we didn't get dressed up for nothing. I know. So I'm uh, either going to, we're going to do this guy or I'm taking volunteers. <laughs> I'm just saying. Somebody's going to get it, and uh, they've been on death row for a while. I think they're going to go through with it, but I thought we put this uh, stuff on hold. We'll talk about it at three. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But remember, we, what did we put on hold? I forgot why we put it on hold, and then we said, well, we got to study it before we put it on hold, but then we have to put it on hold so we can study it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would have just kept going. <laughs> Keep studying and it as if we you want to study. Go as you study as you go. Yeah, it's like okay. God, we are just. What is wrong with us? Uh, I'm in the upside down world. I'm telling you guys. You say that right all uh, the time. Listen, we're still living in the upside down. I think it's better, but I still I still think we're we're upside down. Uh, libraries are the new uh, culture war epicenter. Is that so? Yeah, you know, libraries are the new culture war epicenter. You, you know, call it a library. 
Library. Okay. Library. <laughs> Library. Place with books. The place where the, the bums go. You know oh, what I mean? Right. You know, the, the bums junkies. don't. You know what you can get in some libraries now? You can get uh, Narcan. 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 That's yeah. fun. That's always good. That's good. Uh, but this is what's happening. Well, a lot of reasons. One, school libraries for sure are definitely a battle place because uh, there's a lot of books there. Uh, look, there's a couple books. One of them at the center of everything is uh, a book that we, if you and I read it on the air, they would come in and fire us. Okay. And I don't think a six or seven or eight year old should be should be reading that. Right. Now, if you're seventeen, eighteen, maybe you sit down and you, you allow somebody out of there. But I think in some of those areas, but drag shows, right? The drag, drag queen reading time. I don't think we need that. Uh, I think if you're taking your kid to that, you're trying to prove a point against uh, a certain side of the aisle. Uh, I think it's uh, that's a book. No, that's what happens. You go and the drag queens read read to you. Where? Not in Arizona. A yes, libraries in all, Arizona. Uh, yes, in Arizona. All where? over the country. There's a coffee shop somewhere yeah. in the valley where they have drag queen stores. I'm sorry. Out. I'm sorry. I was talking about children. Children. Like in, a, in a library. Yes. Yeah, but... That's what they do. They read to kids. But you said a coffee well, shop. Well, I know, but they in some places they're doing it in libraries, but here they're also doing it in other places yeah. as well. But it is a thing, the drag queen story The drag time. queen story hour is huge across the country, and uh, I'm sure there's probably been some here, uh, you know, but... I'm not, I haven't heard of one being here. doesn't mean that it didn't happen. I just... I have never seen that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you've never even heard no. about that? Oh, my God, yes. Not so, here. I don't think we need one. A, dra- a, a drag queen story hour, story time, story time. Right. I mean, we do story time. That should be enough for everybody, <laughs> right? But I just don't, first of all, uh, you know, why aren't your teachers teaching you to read? <laughs> I don't. I don't quite understand the point of having a drag queen read to children. No, no, I, I don't either. But that's but see, part of that there's the culture war right there. Yeah, you're allowing somebody to come in and 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 you're doing it because it pisses off a certain side of the aisle and activists get to say stuff and if you go against it well you've upset the apple cart and made people angry there's no reason to have that if there's uh, a children's book that someone authored and you wanted the author to come in and read to the children well that makes sense to me what if i had stripper story hour and i brought a stripper in and there we go pablo said yes yes i'll be and i want to take the kids i bet people would throw a fit yes i would throw a fit okay yeah so, but it's ridiculous because you're trying to evoke a reaction more than you are anything else. And I think the thing is now, whether, you know, it's like they're, they're banning books. They're not banning books. A lot of people are saying, hey, look, you can see and read some of these books, but I can, my kids can't go to a movie that's rated R. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, listen to certain music as a parent. You don't want them to listen no. to certain music. So shouldn't, shouldn't it be that way? And and but we have this. This is where the culture war is happening at this ground level, and people are starting to pay attention to it. And they're saying, "Well, you know, uh, the the American Library Association tracks 729 challenges uh, as well as, as well as school library university materials across the country uh, for indi- individual book challenges or removals." So for things that are in there that you know what kids under eighteen probably shouldn't be reading. And it's available to them. That's that's totally fine. I got zero problems. They're not saying you can't have it. Right. What they're saying is it is for a certain level. On the other side, you've got uh, a bunch of you know they're changing Roald Dahl, one of the great children's authors of all time. They're changing his book 
right? Matilda and all these great. They're changing the words. Dr. Seuss, they're changing the words that. Mark Twain's book has been absolutely changed. You know, when you go look at a lot of Mark Twain stuff, it's and and that is worse than banning the book. You're just changing it. It it reminds me of television a little bit. If you watch a show from the 70s, there'll be some language that is used, and you'll watch it on a rerun, right? And you'll say, oh, my gosh, you could never say that again, right? You can never say the, that word. Uh, and so what do they do? They don't say it anymore. Like, you know, language evolves. Uh, we evolve. Certain, you know, names. I mean, the Washington football team couldn't say that name anymore. Um, so, you know, I get changing some of the stuff in books uh, if, you know, but... You know, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to remember what the origin of it was. You can't. You got to remember the time well, period that it was as like well. Like Roald Dahl, they. I don't they, know that book. Roald, well, Matilda. I mean, Roald Dahl's done so many amazing books, and one of the greatest, if not arguably the greatest, children's author of all time. But you know, you can't say the word fat. Got rid of mother and father to parent. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah, I don't like that. No, but here, how about this? If I went to a, let's say I go to an art gallery today, and I decide, hey, you know what? That that statue's naked. I'd like you to put some clothes it's on. It's offensive. It. There, yes, please put some clothes on it. And People might. be like, "That's art." Right. It's the same thing. This you're you're ta- you're going after certain things. It's a battle of culture where one group says you want to ban books. No, they need to be age appropriate, which I think everybody in the world should be fine with. And on the other side, you shouldn't be touching authors works of art allow them if they want to change some of it to do it if they're not around then you leave it coming up next your boss wants to get you back in the office would pickleball and beer be enough to entice you back to work next this is the gatos and chad show yeah all right leave your house and go to work you know what i'm saying i did today it's not you i'm talking to the people <laughs> stop working from home your boss doesn't want you to work from home your boss wants you to come in now so, we're trying to, these these companies, these bosses, the CEOs, they're trying to figure out what does the hybrid workplace look like? And, you know, I think what, what, what workers want is a couple days at home. If they could do three in the office and two at home, my guess, eh, they might like it. But this is the interesting part. How if do you we, had Mondays and Fridays at home, I think most people would be fine with that. I agree. I agree. Here's the interesting part. They're trying to entice you to get back in the office. I guess the paycheck doesn't do it, right? How about a pickleball court? How about um, there's someone that is, a ro- you know, one of the bars on the rollers thing? Okay. Let's okay. Give, would you like a beer? Hey, how about some, some, some buttery Chardonnay? That's what they're offering. So this one place in New York I was seeing uh, at, uh, at like, you know, before everybody takes off, it's like 4.54, right? And uh, a beer cart starts going starts going around. Can you imagine a beer cart rolling around your cubicle? Like like it would be like if you're on an airplane? Yes. Can we get you anything? Yeah. Yes. Uh, what do you have? Uh, well, we've got, you know, we've got... Uh, we've like got a Bloody stuff. Mary. Yeah, I'd like that. Right. Maybe a mimosa because, oh. you know, oh, do uh, you have peanuts? And, uh, you know, I mean, it's... That's what they're doing to try and get you to come back to work. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, we we're like, well, how do, we, how do we get the millennial into work? And someone's like, oh, I had a friend say, I had to put a shower in. I don't know why. Why are they gross? I, I, I don't Was know. Was that for you more they than anything else? They all wanted else? a shower put in. So he put one in and it made him happy. And so they stayed. 
But it's like, okay, you're not going to fully do remote work. But now when you come to the office, we've got a beer cart. That's how they're enticing you to get back in. It's not that, you know, you want to have a sense of purpose. You want to get your project done. You got to make money. No. It's like uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) And they're offering you beer, wine and beer 30. Anything you want. And uh, the pickleball court's kind of cool. Now, I've worked at places. I worked at a financial place uh, where they had a gym and they had a, 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 they had a trainer that was there. So if you wanted to go down and work out. But I uh, thought offices were getting smaller these days, like in terms of size. Now, you're, that's not the case. Well, nobody, first of all, you can't find anybody to work. And the well, ones that do, they don't want to come in. So you have all this office space. So you might as well have a pickleball court. <laughs> Take out some desks and put in a pickleball court. We got, a, we got a ping pong table on the other side. We do. We do. And how many times have we played it? Uh, I've not played it. I've not played it either. You know why? I'm what? working. I'm busy. Yeah. I'm trying to earn a paycheck. And I'm usually the only one here, and I walk by it 40 <laughs> times a day, and I think, there's right. nobody else here to play with. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. What are you going to do? You can't play pickleball by yourself. No, no. I mean, I'm thinking about buying a pickleball machine, actually. <laughs> I was looking at it. I was like, like going to the this, batting cage. This thing's called the lobster. It holds like 100 balls. There and you go. go. up to 60 miles an hour. I thought about buying one. Pickleball, beer. This is what will make hybrid work stick. What, about, what would you about, need? Well, let me ask you a question. People that don't know this. So you do a, a morning show and it's all across the nation. Yes. And then we, we do this show together. Yes. Okay. So you're actually in the office for 15 hours a day. Not uh-huh. many people know that. That's insane, by the way. But you're here for 15 hours. What would, you're here, what would make you happy? What would you like? What would, say, what would make you say, you know what? I'm here all day. This is good. I need something like this. This makes me want to come in. You know what? I, I, I've i never thought of anything. Like, I've got a job. I've got a great life. I'm not asking them for anything other. They, they you know, I mean, would I love it if they uh, bought, got me a shower and maybe a, uh, a, a, a massage? Massage. You know, I, it's just, to me, yeah. I find it to be ridiculous because I never thought of it like that. Right, right. I don't ask them to buy lunch. I don't ask them because I just, why would I? You know, I've got a great opportunity. Driver. How about a driver? That would I be good. I have said that for years. I was, Bring me a driver. I was, oh, you're talking about somebody driving the car. I was thinking yes, about maybe a good no, golf driver or something. Uh, <laughs> somebody come pick me up and take me home. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. I, that right there. You would, save money in, on gas? Would be and huge. You, yes, and you don't have to physically do anything. The traffic, right? yeah. That would be huge. That would be huge. Yeah. So, because today was the first day that I did my morning show from home. Mm-hmm. And because I do live in the Valley of the Dirt People. You live and an so, hour away. So I've got Starlink, which is and a couple other things that so I can make sure that I've got good, you know, Internet and everything. But it, it's still I mean, my my while I get up maybe half an hour, hour later, my day still is what the kind of the same because yeah. I still come in here in the afternoons and do the show. Yeah. Well, they're trying to get I'm you back in you the... what, that driver thing. I don't like oh, that. Boy. Right? I'm thinking golf now. No, no, no that would be an actual... I, I, as much as I'd like a golf driver, the actual driver driver actual would be driver. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. An actual driver, pickleball, beer, pickleball, wine. I love pickleball. Play me some pickleball right Margarita now. Margarita machine on Fridays. How about oh, that? All right. That? I know somebody who has wants one a Friderita. <laughs> Coming up next, Arizona has put executions on hold. Uh, so we're going to still go through with it and kill somebody in a couple days. What, what is this? We got that going for us. Uh-huh.